Kingdom blessings to each and every one of you. God bless you once again. Thank you all for being part of this latest Pillar of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Prophet Jeffrey Marshall. Let's get right into it. One of the things that I oftentimes hear in conversations, it's a very recurring item, is that the mind of men, uh, our minds don't find a place of rest. Our minds can't really find a place of peace, you know, where we can just kind of sit back and relax and unwind and relax and just let our stress and those things that oftentimes oversaturate and weigh us down, we just let them go. Um, because many times when we do that, we put them down, uh, we're vulnerable. Uh, we put those things down and we're exposed. It's almost as if you're a soldier and you, you come to a place and you sit and take off your armor and you set it down and then the enemy shows up and before you have enough time to get properly dressed, the enemy is right there on your heels. And so a lot of times us as men, we guard things, we hold things, we carry things that are, are not necessarily even made for us to carry, made for us to hold, or even made for us to sustain. Uh, one of the things that I often found very interesting in the early parts of my life was how my father and the men in my family, uh, they embraced their feelings. Uh, they didn't have a problem with letting you know how they felt. Uh, sometimes that can be good, sometimes that can be bad because regardless of the spectrum, regardless of the feeling, if, if they were happy, they're gonna let you know they're happy. If they mad, they're gonna let you know they're mad. If they're sad, they're going to let you know they're sad. So I learned very early on to embrace my emotions but also not to let my emotions take over to the point that I can't even allow my mind to work. But let me tell you, as life goes on, as life gets to life in, we sometimes lose uh, a complete understanding and a complete feel of those things that we often were taught, we were often raised in. Sometimes we find new ways of uh, dealing with circumstances and we introduce introduce those new things and those new thoughts and ideas into our modern lifestyle and we kind of create this hybrid of what we've come to understand and what works for us but what I what I found is that no matter what tool no matter what life tip no matter what thing you do as a man there comes a point where you're going to have to release there comes a point when you have to let go. There comes a point when you can no longer carry it. It's just too heavy to carry. It's too heavy to carry. Not that you can't carry it. You've been carrying it for years. But at some point, it just gets too heavy to carry. It's too much uh, uh, strain and exhaustion that goes into the whole process of picking it up, holding it, and then carrying it. And what I found is that God gives us a very simple key to unlock that shackle that the enemy has placed in the minds and the hearts of us as men. I'll share with you the scripture and then I'll share with you a scenario. And I want us to look at how this scripture just literally takes this scenario because the scripture is Philippians 4 in the sixth verse. And it says, do not be, and I'm reading the New International Version. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, 
by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God I'm going to read that one more time do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God let's just look at that key that is an entire master key a a universal key uh you you ever you ever i I know when i was younger there was a young man who had this key he had a um uh handcuff key he was a security guard and he would go around and he would say how this key would unlock any set of uh handcuffs and and he would show us this key and he would claim that was his claim to fame that he had this key that could unlock any set of handcuffs now whether or not it worked i don't know uh, I was I was one that typically tried to not have handcuffs put on me, um, but but I don't know. I just remember that as being his claim to fame. And this right here is not only a claim to fame, but this is the key that will unlock so many of the doors that we have seen closed in our face. So many of the doors that we can't even seem to open and give us relief from some of the things and many of the issues, so many of the trials and challenges that we as men face on an everyday, every moment basis. Do not be anxious about anything, comma. Let's stop there, let's pause right there. Let's take a sip of our coffee right there together. Do not be anxious about anything. That is not a request, that is not a question that is a flat-out command from God you cannot be anxious about anything you can't when you're anxious it opens up the door to so many things that do not should not and are not designed to be on the inside of you what I didn't know is that there's a difference between anxiety and fear you know, being fearful and being anxious. I, I didn't really know that until I started looking up what anxiety is and being anxious is and why God tells us don't do this. Because when you're anxious, it's it's when you experience worry or you're experiencing unease or nervousness, right? It's because you're experiencing the very feelings that come along with something that you normally would see. So when you're afraid of something, fear is a, a natural response to a imminent and present threat. That's what fear is. So fear literally throws your body into a place because it sees a danger. You can see it right there. It's on its way. It is going to get you. It is going to attack and you need to counterattack or you need to retreat. Anxiety is the same thing, but it's based off of something that's perceived. It's 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 like an imminent event. You don't even know if it's going to happen. You just anticipate that it's going to happen. You worry thinking something's going. You literally have a whole manuscript play that you play out in your mind. That will prevent you from doing something. This is why God tells us do not be anxious the apostle paul is telling the church in philippians 4 listen you do not be anxious about anything 
I'm going to set it right there. Don't do it about anything. I don't care what it is about money, relationships, restoration, uh, challenges, issues, weaknesses, circumstances. You cannot be anxious. You cannot allow anxiety to live where I live. It's like water and oil. It does not mix. It does not mix. You know, there, there's so, so anxiety creates an entire world that is non-existent. Because when you're anxiety and, and anxiousness, it's an apprehensiveness and an uneasiness or a nervousness about something that you you anticipate to happen. You don't even know for sure, but you anticipate it to happen. You you think it could happen. It it probably might happen. It it potentially could happen. You don't know if it's going to happen, but you form this entire shell, this wall, this defense mechanism, this entire uh uh a uh, front line defense system to come against an imminent attack or an imminent threat that does not exist. So you will literally create an entire wall in an area where there's no need for one. It should be a door there, but there's a wall. Because see, anxiety says it's an abnormal and an overwhelming sense of apprehension and fear. And watch this, it's marked by physical signs like tension and sweating and your, your pulse rate even goes up. It's amazing what anxiety will do to the body because it is, it is the cousin of fear, right? It's fear throws you into this fight or flight response. I, I, I'm pretty sure y'all didn't got chased by dogs. Back in the day, you know, we used to play outside. We used to encounter loose, vicious dogs. And I remember one specific incident, there was a loose Rottweiler. And, and this was the first time that I learned about jumping on top of cars. So I jumped on this hood and then I, I jumped on the roof. And, and I didn't know that the roof was not as uh, sturdy as the rest of the car. So in my attempt to get away from this dog, I jumped on this man's roof and then I jumped on this man's hood. And, and and although I got away from the dog and there was no danger, my body literally reacted. I, I jumped. I got away. I ran because I sensed and saw a danger right there in front of me. Many times in our lives as men, we sense danger and we react out of anxiety because of past situations. Uh, 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 it's a trial that, that comes up, a challenge that comes up. We're up for a promotion or there's an issue or a challenge in a relationship. And based off of our past trauma, we, we bring that to the table about what we think is about to happen. So you might be saying, why did you even bring up this whole thing about the dog and you getting on the car? Because my fear from a threat caused me to run and retreat in the past and search and seek out safety. So that's what I'm gonna probably be inclined to do when I'm faced with something that makes me fearful. I'm gonna try to escape. I'm gonna look for something that I could jump up on. I'm gonna try to get out of the way of danger. Now the very same, same thing is gonna happen when I find myself dealing with a situation that is, is an imminent threat. I'm gonna run. 
I'm going to try to get away. I'm going to try to get as far away from it because I'm perceiving this threat in my mind. But God is saying this. The purpose of this podcast today is to break that chain. It's to break those things that are imposed in and on your mind. It's to tell you that no matter what you perceive as an impending threat is in, is nothing but a lie from the enemy. What you think is something that's anticipated is nothing more than a demonic attack from the enemy. And the purpose of this podcast is to break and sever those demonic chains. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. The Bible tells us to create in me a clean heart and restore a right spirit in me. It then goes on to tell us, let this mind be in you that's also in Christ. There's something about the mind. There's something about the heart that the enemy of God does not want to, to, to exist in a place of peace. He wants to always have your mind and your heart racing and confused. He definitely wants anxiety to slip into your mind. If anxiety gets into your mind, there is an entire world, an entire background, backstory, an entire uh, list of things that come along with it. Anxiety is one of those mentally distressing things that you do not need in your life, especially when it comes to dealing with God. God wants to do some things that requires a lack of anxiety. It requires you to have some supernatural faith and supernatural faith counteracts and goes the exact opposite way as anxiety does. Because see, anxiety uh, uh, is a strong desire and it's often mixed with doubt and it's also mixed with fear and it's also mixed with uneasiness. So you got a whole mix, a whole crazy cocktail going on that gets infused in your mind. And before you know it, you don't even believe that God can see you, let alone bring you out. You don't even believe that God loves you, let alone cares for you. You don't even believe that God is, let alone has already made a way in your wilderness. That's why Paul is saying, listen, I don't want to spend time coming in your wilderness to find you because you've isolated yourself, because you've pushed yourself in a corner, because you backed yourself into a rock and against a hard place. Don't even do it. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, listen, you got to have a strategy. You got to have a strategy in every situation. That means I got to take time out of my busy schedule and incorporate time with God. Absolutely. I told you this was a master key. See, we get into this rush every day. Wake up, get our houses situated, get dressed for work, jump in traffic, go work, work, work come home, go to bed, repeat, rinse and repeat. God is saying, no, I, I, I want to be the head of all of that. I, I, I want every situation that potentially can bring you any level of un uneasiness and uh, any level of anxiety. I want it by prayer and petition. Come talk to me about it. Spend some time with me about it. 
Put it at my feet. Let me show you what I can do in that. And I love how Paul literally guides us through this place. He he literally says every situation. So my problem, my problems, my issue, my issues, all of that by prayer, call to prayer. There's an immediate call to prayer and petition, not just uh, uh, talk, talk, talk. And I go not just, oh, God, this is it. Uh, Fix it. No, this is a whole conversation. This is a whole transaction that is about to take place. This is me bringing my request, my situation by prayer and petition. But not only that, see, it don't stop there. He said with Thanksgiving, I thank God that I have the opportunity to bring this problem to him. Because this 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 is not mine because it's attached to some something that's called anxiety. It's attached to something called uneasiness. It's attached to something called abnormal apprehension. It's attached to some things that are not a reality that I've come to know. Because the reality that I come to know is that God can do exceedingly and abundantly above all things that I can ask or think. And this situation is starting to limit God. It's starting to tell me that God cannot. It's starting to tell me that God will not. It's starting to tell me that nothing can change, that this is my final destination. I've literally backed myself up. I don't know how I got here. I'm afraid. I'm fearful. And I can't even cry out to God to help me. That's what that's what anxiety would do. That's why Paul's saying, don't don't be anxious about nothing. But in every and remember where he writing this from. He writing this from jail. He a prisoner. And he not tripping. So if he's in this place, in this position, with this posture, telling us not to be in this position with that posture, I think we need to to learn. And I think we can take a few tips from this apostle, from this man of God, from this man who went through, who saw, who had a whole life changing experience and who shook up the whole modern day world as we know it. He then says, present your request to God. Present it to God. One of the things that I want us to get into a habit of doing each and every day, make this part of your routine. Father, what what are we doing today? Lord, what would you have me do today? What would you have me when I go to work? What would you have me to say? When I'm at work, what would you have me listen to? What would you have me hear? What would you have me see? Literally, getting into a habit where you are directing God and and requesting God and giving God full and total access to your entire being so that no level of anxiousness can 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 reside no part of anxiety can be there I I want to share a situation <laughs> I was at work that was called into a call very frantic call very very you know stressful it had already been going on for a while. Um, systems were messed up and, and I was immediately just called into the call to fix the situation and I was asking questions and, and, and one of the questions I asked, I once I asked the question and I got the answer, I immediately knew what had to be done. I immediately understood how to fix this problem based off of what was being told 
and what was being seen. So I told the person and to, to relay a message to the impacted people. I said, tell everyone to log off of their system. I started getting so many messages. I started getting so many responses. I said, tell everyone to log off their system. I hired, I logged off already. It's not letting me log off. I heard, um, we did that already. I heard everything but okay. I made a message. I said, I, I cannot fix the problem if you're logged on. I need you to log off so that I can log on so that you can then log on. But as long as you logged on, I can't fix the problem. And, and as I was listening to the responses, I was reminded of this sixth verse. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Do not be logged on while I'm trying to fix it. Do not be anxious while I'm trying to fix it. Do not stay connected to the challenge while I'm trying to connect you to me. I, I, I need you to log off. And that is the word for someone today. God needs you to log off. God literally needs you to log off of that challenge, log off of that issue, log off of that situation, log off of that trial. You might say, well, Prophet Jeff, how do I log off? How do you log off? You disconnect. You give it to God. In this whole situation, you take it to him in prayer. You take it to him and say, Father, this is yours. I can't do it. I don't even know how to do it. I know what it's doing to me, but I know what it shouldn't be doing to me. I know I can't change it, but I know it's changing me. So I'm giving it to you because you told me not to be anxious about anything. And right about now, I'm real anxious about this. Right about now, I'm worried. Right about now, I'm uneasy. Right about now, I'm so nervous because I perceive an imminent threat. I perceive something is about to happen. I perceive it based off of what I've experienced in my life. I've been let down time and time again. I've been hurt time and time again. I've always got the short end of the stick time and time again. I perceive a threat is coming, but I also perceive that I really should be right where I am. And so while I'm here, I'm giving it to you so that if there was any type of anxiousness, if there was any type of, 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 of fear, of doubt, of hesitation, that you would take it away from me, that you would be the one who would fight on my behalf, that you would be the one who would lead and guide me while I'm feeling this level of anxiousness. For you said it in every situation not to be anxious. So I'm praying to you and I'm giving you thanks for taking it away. I'm giving you thanks for taking it from me. And I'm giving you thanks for allowing me the opportunity to come to you and cry out to you, my heavenly father. I want the mind of your son, Jesus Christ. I want this same mind that the Apostle Paul talked about. I want this mind that allows me to rejoice in you in spite of what's going on around me. I want this mind to be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. 
and I need it. I don't just want it. I need it. So today, my brother, whatever your issue is, I want to declare and decree that you are set free. I want to declare and decree into your spirit, man, that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I want to declare and decree the word that we just read together. Do not be anxious. I will not be anxious anymore. I will not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in every situation, in every circumstance, in every trial, in every challenge, in every obstacle that I face by prayer and petition, I will give thanks and I will present my request to God. I will request my, I will present my request to the God that made this entire universe. I will present my request to God. Yeah, me. I will take it to him. I will lay it at his feet and I will spend time with him and I will talk to him about it until I get a response until I hear from him. And if I have to do it because I need to do it, because the more I spend with him, the more I want to spend with him. And the more I spend with him, the more he understands that I, I'm, the more I understand that he already understands me. The more time I spend and present my request, the more strength I get, the more direction I get, the more clarity I feel. Amen. I appreciate you all for these these few moments today. Again, that passage of scripture is Philippians four and six. Do not be anxious. From this moment forward, cancel that out of your life. This is just the beginning. We gonna come back to that. I, I know it's easier said than done. And so that's why we're gonna be coming back with part two of this because because we say it, but we need some tools. We need some strategies. We need some tips. We need some word to guide us on getting this done. Now that we've identified it, huh, we're going to annihilate it in Jesus name. I love you all. Be blessed. Share this podcast. Spread the word. Let's go. Let's grow again. This is your safe place. This is the place we grow together. This is the place we gain strength together. This is the place where we get equipped and prepared to do battle for the kingdom of God. Let's go. Let's go in Jesus name. Be blessed, my brothers.